This podcast contains mature content and is not suitable for all audiences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sex. Sex. Hey, everybody. I am so excited for today's quickie. Nina and I are pumped to bring you our first listener question. Nina, are you excited for this or what? I am. I love that we got a listener question to our email and mm-hmm. it was a really great way for us to say, you know what, let's make this into a quickie. Let's have a conversation about this. And just because we're having the conversation doesn't mean we don't want to have everyone else be part of it. So definitely let us know your thoughts on this <clears throat> um, after you've listened. Yeah. I mean, I think a prevailing theme that I'm coming across is like, it's not just one question. It's not like you have a question and you're the only person in the world that has it. Most likely it's more realistic to, to expect that other people are going to have that too. Right. And so sending your questions in and giving us a chance to answer them for all of you, it makes sure that like other people who are having these similar questions have a sense of like understanding too. So Please send in your questions, your comments. We love getting emails. We love getting the um, message, like direct messages on Instagram. We really love hearing from you. So please keep them coming. Uh, it's like a highlight of the week. Also, Nina, do you want to try to give them the email on a one? I, like, can you, mm, do you have it? You got know. it. You got I, it. Mm, okay. I'm coming into this with confidence. Our I, email address. TSP.podcast at protonmail.com. That's it, girl. Good job. You did it. You freaking did it. Uh, I'm constantly, y'all, I'm, I'm always like TSP.proton at podcastmail.com. <laughs> it's hard. Flipping it around. It's hard. Life is hard. It's hard. Yeah. But yeah. if you go to our Instagram page, you have a direct connection to us. You don't even have to worry about the email. It's totally up to you. Uh, yeah. I'm Curious, Dina, you have such a lovely reading voice. Do you mind reading oh my the question? Yeah, you're welcome. You. Uh, <laughs> have you ever I'm considered reading reading Rainbow? Like a- <laughs> I, I actually thought it'd be really fun to um, read like audiobooks. Yeah. Sarah, I've, my partner, I does have, that. I know, it's so cool. I've come across mm-hmm. a couple TikTokers on my for you page so tiktok knows um and they're audiobook readers what are they called um that's a great question we'll come back (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and i just love the voice they put on um Uh and i just it's like a care it's just it looks really fun it is really fun so here's the problem though sarah will read so we had this we remember we've talked about rituals and traditions and relationships and one of the rituals we used to have is sarah would read to me at night because i struggle with sleeping so her reading puts me to sleep but the problem with that is i never know what's happening in the story because i will fall asleep real quick and then she'll get frustrated because she's like i'm like four chapters in and you don't know what happened every time (laughs) But she's learned this. She's tricky because she's learned this thing that after I start to fall asleep, she'll start creating a different story. And so if I'm kind of like a little like out of it, but still hearing it, I'll be picking up these things where I'm like, that's really weird that that's happening right now. And I'm like, Sarah, (laughs) does it affect your dreams? 
it doesn't affect my dreams. It affects my understanding of the story. Cause I'm like, this weird thing happened. She's like, no, it didn't. I did that. No, it didn't. She takes like full liberty with the story. And I'm like, that's tricky. And I have respect for you. So I love yeah. her creative mind. I love her creative mind. It's both amazing, beautiful, and terrifying all at the same time. I just never know what I'm going to get. So, you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll always be young. So yes. in your all most right. beautiful reading voice, what's the question okay. that we got? The question we got is, when you're in a committed relationship, is it right or wrong to like other people's pictures or videos on Instagram and TikTok? That was beautiful. Thank you. That was really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So I love this question. So the person who sent it in, thank you so much. We were really excited to read this. Yeah. And actually... <sighs> This question is a really good question because, you know, I think you were saying, and I know specifically in my own life and also my private practice, I've had people, this come up a lot. Like this is a very interesting question. And you know what I just realized too, as I was saying that this is a very like 2000s question because we didn't have social media like this, you know, like, no. We didn't need to have these types of conversations because liking Polaroids wasn't really a thing. Uh, <laughs> but this is like a newer thing. And it's an interesting idea because I think as we go through these different changes in technology and social experiences, we're all constructing norms around what's appropriate and not appropriate and how we engage with it or we don't. Right. And I think that's really relevant within relationships too on different things. Like we're constantly constructing what's appropriate or not appropriate, what feels good or doesn't feel good throughout our relationship as it evolves kind of like technology. What are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? No, I totally agree. Um, I remember at the end of high school, um, we were just on like, just starting Facebook and um, my high school boyfriend had saved on his browser, the actual link to one of our classmates, Halloween pictures. She was like a sexy librarian. Oh. And I remember being like, I, like I caught him in the act of something. I didn't, he liked the picture. She looked great. I'm sure. Um, but that was the first like digital type of thing mm. I experienced in a relationship of like, Oh, there's more at play here than, than just like, are you talking to someone or, you know, whatever it's, it's, it's adding the social media aspect to it. Um, yeah. So it's definitely a relevant question. It's, I don't think going to go away anytime soon. Cause I don't see any social media platforms just disappearing. No. Um, yeah. That's a really, that was a really good um, example. Cause I, I'm, I was, as you were saying that I was trying to think of like, do I have any experiences with that? And I don't, I can't recall any, just because I mm -hmm. <clears throat> hate social media. Uh, but also too, I just don't, I don't see things through that lens. Like I'm not, um, I don't tend to experience jealousy a whole lot as a human. And I want to emphasize right here, there's no shame in feeling jealousy. That's like a, an emotion we're all capable of having. There's nothing wrong with that because I think sometimes for whatever reasons, certain things touch on these insecurities or sensitivities or just this discomfort of like, I don't even know where this sits. Right. And so there's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, that's a really good opportunity to slow down and go, Hmm. 
if this thing just happened and I'm experiencing this emotion or I heard this thing, maybe we trigger you on this podcast with this conversation, right? But really reflect on the data your body is giving you in terms of why am I experiencing this emotion? What is this about? And there doesn't have to be any shame attached to it. You could just be compassionately curious. Yeah. Something that Cece said to me a few weeks ago that um, I've just, I loved and I wrote it down is if it resonates, reflect. You said that a few weeks ago when we were talking about something and I was, and I actually took it through my vacation with my family that I just was on. And I think about it a lot of like, Ooh, this is whether it's touching me, whether it's aggravating me or activating me in any way. Wonder why, why is that? Is that something to think about a little bit more? So just know Aww. that this con- this little conversation that we're having, um, this is our opinions and mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't agree with us. And also if it ag- a- activates you or makes you feel a certain way, maybe think about it. Let's think about it a little more. And if you want to talk to us about it, yeah, go for it. We'd love to I'm chat here. with you about it. I am totally here for those conversations because I think I said – way back at our first episode, (laughs) you know, only a few episodes ago, like we are in the process of learning too. Yeah. Right. So even though we come at this from certain labels and perspectives and experiences, like we're still humans. And so I, I can acknowledge that there are other very valuable perspectives out there that I also need to hear and, and take in to grow and to learn as a human. So if you like, if you're feeling like activated in some sort of way with this conversation today, reach out to us. We're not going to get upset. Yeah. In fact, I, like I said, I think in our first episode, I'll probably love you more. Um, <laughs> so, Nina, that yeah, was let's... really sweet. That was sweet of you. It's I, sweet. It's sweet of you to to write that down. Like that brings my heart joy. That like something oh. resonated with you that I said. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. You say a lot of things that resonate with me, but that was the most recent one. And so I was able oh, to, nice. to pull, it out of my, <laughs> pull it out of my head. Um, let's swing back around to the question. So is it right or wrong to like other people's pictures or videos on Instagram and TikTok? <clears throat> I am happy to kind of share what I think first. Um, and then CC, please hop in. Sure. So it's very relationship dependent, right? It's kind of what the people in the relationship have committed to and communicated beforehand of what is a boundary, what is okay, what is not okay. I will let you know that in past relationships that I've been in, um, it was either not okay with me or the person I was dating because we didn't have good communication. We didn't have the best secure connection as far as like, I can trust that you're looking at something, but you're not going to act on it. Mm -hmm. Right. So in my marriage, um, something that I don't know if we ever had a formal conversation, but we both definitely like other people's Instagram and TikTok pictures and videos. We is not just regular out and about pictures, but the sexy pictures, the beach pictures, the lingerie. I just did a boudoir shoot photos. We send them to each other. We f- we have joy in sharing that with each other of like, this is what I found really sexy today. Um, or like, damn, she looks so good. I want to look like her. Do you think she's hot too? Type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have the formal conversation. It's just something that a little bit kind of evolved naturally. And um, 
yeah, that's, that's kind of where I stand with it. And I totally understand because I've had many conversations like this with friends that it is not that way with other people. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. My, I have girlfriends who are not sending their partners juicy (laughs) booty pictures being like, damn, right. (laughs) So that out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Nina, you brought up like a formal conversation. And I think a lot of times this happens in relationships where things like naturally develop like understandings or whatever, but also something really important to keep in mind is it's really important sometimes to have those formal conversations. And the reason being is that, listen, I can't tell you how many times in therapy I've heard people say like, I thought we were on the same page. But then when we look at it more, there was never a conversation around it. And so what that actually translates to is like, I assumed that you saw things the same as me and that you valued things the same as me. You felt the same things as me. And because of that, I didn't feel like I needed to check in until this moment where I feel hurt or betrayed. And that's or jealous. A, or jealous. Oh my, jealous, right? Listen, there's going to be moments like that. I call them blind spots in relationships where like, no matter how much we try to, you know, um, make sure our relationship is solid in a lot of different ways, there's going to be moments that take us by surprise. But a really good thing that we can do to mitigate that risk is to just be really mindful of the fact that like, we can't always have that assumption and expectation that we have the same feelings or values about things. And if somebody has something, a different value or expectation, it doesn't mean that they don't care or that they don't want to see things from your perspective or they're trying to hurt you. They have different life experiences, right? So for me, this, you're right. This is very relationship dependent. And this is at the end of this whole conversation, what I would love for you to take from this is this is up to you and your partners, How do you want to construct how you approach this with social media? And this can be really informed too, even by past relationships. So if we've been in past relationships where there's been infidelity, where there's been some like maybe some sketchy behavior going on, if we haven't done the work to heal from that, if we're still feeling insecurities or fear around being hurt like that again, we bring that into our next relationships. Right. And so being able to communicate about that and why this is important to you or what your motivations are when you are liking those things is really important. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong answer in this. Just communicate and be clear about your intentions and what you want. Right. I think something that, um, as far as like a boundary with this, I remember having a conversation with a friend of, you know, it's okay to like celebrities pictures, whether they are fully dressed or fully nude because they're celebrities. They're not attainable. (laughs) They're not within arm's reach, but damn, if you like someone's picture who you could DM easily because they're in the next town over, or they're, you know, not a celebrity, they're just Mm -hmm. a regular person like you, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and having that conversation of, okay, it is okay to like this and not this, or are you comfortable with me? You know, appreciating someone's video, even if they're not famous, you know, having that clear understanding and boundary. And, you know, for some folks, it really does make a difference of sure. You can like Kim Kardashian's picture, but Molly from down the street, like that would make me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So what you're kind of getting at too, is like the proximity and accessibility 
part mm-hmm. of things. Like if I like, I don't know, I'm just throwing a name out there, Kate Beckinsale. Um, if I, <laughs> if I like Kate Beckinsale, that is, that's a out there thing, right? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe not. You never but know. Probably. <laughs> hey, Kate. <laughs> but if you're right, like if there's somebody that maybe has interactions with us in our relationship together, and maybe there's a history there or there's insecurities there, it hits different. It hits different. And that is a part of the conversations that we have. And sometimes, you know, we don't know we're going to feel that way until we are scrolling through Instagram and we're like, whoa, my partner liked that person's picture. Really important is like, you have an opportunity to go to your partner and instead of jumping into the conversation all hostile, be gentle. Hey, (laughs) I'm feeling a certain way about this. I didn't even expect that. I, can you help me process this? I'm really struggling. Um, can you help me understand? Do we need to maybe talk about expectations and um, boundaries around this? It's okay to have those conversations in a loving, calm manner. It's really hard to do when we're activated. Mm-hmm. Take some deep breaths, slow down, and and try and start that conversation in a healthy, positive way with your partner. You know? Yep. And again, I know we said this in the beginning, It's okay for you to communicate to your partner that you are not comfortable with them liking other people's pictures or videos. It's okay. It's okay to feel Mm -hmm. that way. There's no right or wrong. Cece said that earlier. It's about how you communicate it and um, making sure that you're just on the same page with your partner and not unexpectedly getting upset because they didn't know. Yeah. And, you know, I think the, one of the struggles that happens within this dynamic is that there can be jealousy if if it's unbridled, if we haven't done the work to explore it or communicate about it. Jealousy does some kind of some weird things sometimes, right? It makes us act in ways that we normally don't act or request things or demand things of the people around us that we maybe wouldn't normally do. Right. So jealousy has a way of, if you're not keeping it in check and check and understanding it, becoming controlling. And I think that's the, that's the part of the equation I think is really important to be mindful of. What's your motivation and intention behind putting these boundaries in place? Is it to like, we're all on the same page? Like we just want to be clear or are we utilizing this as a form of controlling our partner? Because even though we control maybe these certain specific things, like there's too many variables out in the world that unfortunately, and I hate to say this, you can't control everything. And I think that dynamic can really develop into something where we're actually not on the same page as partners, where we're actually starting to feel resentful or we're feeling contempt for each other. And those are a part of what Gottman calls the four horsemen, right? Like, he, he talks about defensiveness, contempt, criticism, stonewalling. There's four of them. And those are like indicators for a relationship that really needs to be like checked in on. So we will, in our show notes, add a link about the four horsemen so you can check them out. And I'm sure we'll be talking about them in the future. But I would really consider this aspect of control if that's showing up for you. Right? Because control, it gets ugly at least in my experience and personally and professionally. What are your thoughts on that, Nina? That was just really beautiful. The way you said that. I loved, I oh, loved every moment of that. Thank you. Um, 
I, I'm also in, uh, a per in, in my personal life dealing with a, a couple of friends who have controlling things going on. And one thinks they're being open communicative and the other one is just kind of setting their, their way or the highway. And so, um, you know, it's, it hit of, of a little bit like, Ooh, yeah, let's make sure that we're having that open conversation. And it's a two way, two way street of communication and not just, uh, you're not going to do this cause I don't like it. And then you shut it down and it's kind of the control thing. So yeah. And thanks for adding that. You're welcome. You know, part of that open communication too with Gottman is there's this experience when you have this really fluid dynamic and this communication with each other that's open and productive and healthy. But sometimes what happens when we don't feel like we're in a space to really budge or move a whole lot for each other is we become what's called gridlocked. So we get stuck together in this issue. And unfortunately, the longer you're in gridlock, just the more frustrating it gets. It's exhausting we lose sight of who we are or of who we are to each other. And so if you're feeling stuck, one of the ways that we can help kind of minimize that besides maybe like going and getting some therapy, cause that's okay. And sometimes we need that extra perspective, right? But sometimes what we need to do as a couple and individually is to slow down and step back and utilize compassionate questions to understand and explore what's important to our partner and why without judgment to really listen with your heart, not just with your ears, right? So if you're feeling gridlocked, take a deep breath. It's okay. We've all been there. Step back a little bit and try and get a clearer view of your partner. And whatever data you get from that, whether it means we can work on this and we have ways forward or, you know, this relationship is no longer serving me in a healthy way, then you make your decision from there. So do we... Are there any other thoughts on this topic for you, Nina? Anything else coming up for you? No, I um, I think we covered a lot. I would just love to say again, if anyone um, has anything else they want to discuss with us about this, please let us know. We can always bring it back up again if we need to in a future episode, if something yeah. comes up and we learn something that somebody submits to us. Um, and now I'm just kind of thinking of like, who's, who's my favorite person to look at on social media that I would share with Kyle. And I'm just like racking my brain. Cause there's so many great people out there. Uh, yeah. And also too, you just reminded me, I think now that I'm thinking about it, Nina, our idea of like how we can sit with the beauty of other people comes into this. Mm -hmm. I think there are certain perspectives that like, I should be the only person that you find beautiful. Mm, or sexy or blah, 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 whatever the word is. Right. And I think maybe part of what, for me anyways, has made that a little easier with social media and things like that is I acknowledge that beauty is everywhere. Mm -hmm. I see it. <laughs> it would be silly of me to not think my partner doesn't see that because I see it. And it's not that I desire my partner any less. It's just humans are beautiful. We have a lot of amazing, wonderful characteristics. We have amazing curves and bodies and all of these things, and we should all be celebrated. So, but it occurs to me that not everybody has that perspective or feeling about that, but I do think mm -hmm. that comes into the conversation. Yep. I think I've said to a few friends before, I'm married. I'm not blind. Mm -hmm. Totally. So. And that doesn't. It doesn't say anything about 
us either, like how we view okay. ourselves. It, it doesn't need to, at least. I think for some people it might, right? But I can be beautiful and amazing and wonderful in my own ways and know that like if I'm sitting next to Kate Beckinsale, we got different beauty stuff going on, not different value. Right. And that is so important to remember. Kate Beckinsale, if you want to be on our podcast, we would be happy to have you. It can be virtual. We don't have to sit next to you. We can just look at you on a screen. I mean, it's our email is TSP. Please email us. I'm so glad you didn't mess that up because I need her to have access to her email. <laughs> but you know, now that you just, we just joked about Kate Beckinsale, I do remember my first relationship in college being, I mean, my first like same sex relationship. And I remember this individual feeling really jealous about Kate Beckinsale and how much I had a crush. It was like during the underworld times. Like, wow. And I remember there being discomfort and jealousy that I had a really hard time understanding because I'm like, there's just no way this is going to happen. But I think now that I'm maybe hopefully older, wiser and looking back on that, what that was probably more about is like, if you find that specific person beautiful or hot or sexy and my body, mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry, interrupted you. No, I, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. yeah you find me beautiful down. if you find that person beautiful, right? Yeah. And I think the reality is my answer to that would be probably a lot more concise now versus in my early 20s. My idea of beauty is expansive and you mm -hmm. are within that. Yeah. So I hope all of you listeners, I, I am really interested in your feedback I want to hear how it goes. Listener who provided this question, again, thank you so much. And if you have thank you. ongoing questions, please get a hold of us. But we appreciate you hanging out with us for this quickie. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Love you. Love you. We would love to hear your stories, thoughts, feedback, and questions. Please submit them to tsp.podcast at protonmail.com. All submissions are anonymous and identifying characteristics will be altered to protect confidentiality. Today's episode has been produced and mixed by Nina and Cece, the music created by Kile, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the underscore sex pod. Share, like, and follow. Sex. <laughs>